Welcome to this week's official Everton podcast for our official Everton members. I'm joined by Graeme Sharp and also by David Unsworth. If we can start with you, Unsworth. First of all, congratulations on the current run of form. It's uh, excellent. Three wins out of three. Yeah, the boys have been doing really well recently. Um, we knew we would have a bit of a topsy-turvy start to the season with so many young new players uh, and so many players being allowed to go on loan, which is fantastic in itself. So um, we knew you know, it would take a little bit of time to get up to speed and how we work and, and the speed and the tempo of, of, of how we want to play. But, um, you know, a little bit, they've, they've surprised John and I. And, um, you know, the win against Chelsea got us up and running, really. And uh, since then, we've been fantastic. We spoke on the Everton show this week, Sharpie, about the three wins. Chelsea away, Tottenham at home, Derby County away. And you quite rightly surmised that the 1-0 win against Derby County would have pleased this guy more than the other two. Well, it would have done, but listen, all, every victory is important, you know, and obviously the, the Chelsea and Tottenham results were, were excellent, but I think, as David will tell you, you know, they Derby had a really strong strong team out with six uh, first-team players in there, so I think for, for the for the, the young lads uh, here at Everton, you know, to play against, you know, first-team players, regular first-team players, it gives them something else, it gives them another a, a little edge to, you know, compete against guys who are, who are playing week in, week out in the first-team, so to win that game 1-0, you don't have to score four or five goals, it's nice when you do it, but when you get a solid performance and, and, and take the three points, I think David and the coaching staff will be delighted with that. I was at Pride Park for that 1-0 win, Unzi, and you did enjoy it, didn't you? I did, yeah. It was, like Graham said, it, it, it's always a little bit of an incentive and, and there's a bit more added spice when you see the team sheet an hour before kickoff and there's five or six first-teamers in, in that starting lineup. There's your motivation, there's your team talk and... Um, it does, it raises them a little bit. The concentration levels have got to be spot on. And um, first half, we played ever so well. Uh, played some good stuff. So should have and, and could have been three or four up. And then second half, our shape and, and defensive unit was was very good. And what I loved seeing was blocks and, you know, people just, just dying to keep a clean sheet and throwing themselves in the line of the ball at the end. You know, it, it was great defending and, and a great team performance. This statistic, Sharpie, that's emerged, Everton, 1,000 consecutive first-team games with an academy graduate player in each matchday squad is a terrific achievement for the football club. And, of course, you remember this guy when he came through the ranks. Don't ask me to name them all. Please, <laughs> please don't ask me. No, it is, it's fantastic. You know, and obviously, you know, David, when he when he first came to the football club, uh, we were talking before, 1991, I think it was, you know, a long, long time ago. But you know, that's a fantastic achievement, you know, to get that uh, amount of players through to, to play in the first team, it shows you that we're doing something right. Listen, it's it's important for to, to take that next step as kids. You take the step up the ladder. Uh, we've got a few on the, the the fringes now, and I'm sure there'll be many, many more in years to come. But it is a credit to to everybody behind the scenes who work extremely hard, you know, trying to get these players through the, the system and into that first team. Did he clean your boots? I think he did, and I think yeah, I think he did. I, I don't know if I paid him much at Christmas or anything like that, but I think he did. I think he was one of those ones. <laughs> Big bonus at Christmas off Sharpie? You're joking, aren't you? He's Scottish, isn't he, after all? Um, no, I remember those days well. The great days at Belfield, and, um, you know, we miss we miss the place very, very much. But, um, you know, this is a great setup now at Finch Farm. And uh, it, like, like Graham said, it's a, it's a massive concern, the academy. And it just shows, you know, a thousand, you know, consecutive games it just shows the importance of having a, a top class academy and um, in a time where it's really difficult to get young players through and you played in game number one against Feyenoord who included a certain Ronald Koeman I believe so I didn't know that until you know somebody told me the other day but it's, it's lovely to be part of that stat uh, especially at the start of it um, and, and since then we've 
we've had a lot of talent, a lot of top talent that have come through. Not just played one or two games, and you know, a lot of players come through and played and racked up a lot of appearances, which I think is is really, really important. And we we bang that drum all the time. Of of I think we've moved on now, where you you know you don't just want a player to come and make a couple of appearances. You want them to establish themselves in the team, like Tom has done. Um, you know, as a first team regular, and that's really really important. That it's not just one or two games, but it's it's a hundred, two hundred games, and uh, that's really important to me. Young player, Sharpie, there's an old adage of you're good enough, you're old enough, mm. but there's, I would think, an element of a gamble every time you put a young player in for his first couple of games because you just never know how they'll react. Well, that's true, Dan, and it's difficult for young players as well. You don't know how they're going to adapt to it. It's, it's totally new. Some guys, Wayne Rooney, for particular, just have fished the water, like, no, it's right in there, bang. He, he, he accepts it and he gets on with it. Some lads need a little bit more time. Uh, which is understandable. It's even when they're in the first team for 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 a uh, period of time, they'll have peaks and troughs, you know. And it's the, the right time I went to bring them out and went to uh, give them a rest. So it's really really important. Uh, but listen, you look through the record of, of what we've done in in the, in the past few years. It's been fantastic. And the one thing I will say is that it's not just the lads that come through and play three hundred games, whatever. All the lads who have came through that academy will have learnt, and they might have gone on to have careers elsewhere that's the most important thing yes we want them to be at the top but of also all the ones who don't make it to the top they have a uh, a job low down the leagues which is which is credit to Everton as well. well one young player Unzi who's caught the eye for the first team this season is Dominic Calvert-Lewin didn't quite come all the way through the ranks but he served his time here at Finch Farm and he's done ever so well. He's done great um, I was at Sheffield United um, and he came through the ranks and we signed him as a as a 16 year old as a scholar and straight away as an under-16 and as a first-team scholar when I was at Sheffield United, you just knew he had something a little bit different from everybody else. Physically, he was outstanding. Uh, technically, he was he was outstanding. And uh, he had um, a real honesty that he wanted to be better every day. And, you know, when I left Sheffield, I always kept an eye on him. And he, went, he had a couple of loan spells. And when the opportunity, you know, came to, to be able to bring him here, we, we just jumped at it. We couldn't turn that down because I thought he had all the credentials to play Premier League football. He, he's a great athlete. Uh, he was a central midfielder as a 16-year-old, so he, you know he, do, he knows the defensive side of the game as well. Uh, he, and, and what he is for a young player at this day and age, he's great in the air. Mm. And there's not that many young players nowadays, for, for whatever reason, um, who can compete in the air and, and, and has a physical presence. Uh, and he's done ever so well, I'm sure... He's ahead of schedule in his own mind. Um, I knew he had the potential given the opportunity, uh, but he's certainly taken that opportunity when he's been given that chance. Well, Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored the winning goal over in Rosenbach. He scored a couple of goals against Sunderland in the Carabao Cup. So it's fair to say he's enjoying life at Everton Football Club, as Dominic himself will now confirm. Yeah, obviously over the moon um, to win the game as well and, and to, to get two goals. Um, delighted personally with my performance and obviously the team is a lot better from us and we, uh, we knew going into the game we had to put in a better performance and I think we did tonight. Talk us through your, your goals, your, your first one first of all. Uh, my first one just dropped in the box and I think instinct, I just swung a leg at it and found the bottom corner but um, I think it was a bit of, uh, I won't say a weight, weight off the shoulders but um, a nice, nice thing to, to get a, another goal. And your second one as well at, at the start of the second half, equally as impressive the way you took that. Yeah, yeah, um, just again delight, delighted to get my goal, that's what I'm there to do as a striker, score goals, and uh, I think w during the game we needed that that extra goal, and that's what we were looking for. And I'm glad that I could come up with the goods and 
and get it for the team and um, obviously nice that Umar could come on and score as well Nice for you as well that second goal that was your first in front of the Gladys Street Yeah special moment for me um, just de delighted to, to score down that end and uh, um, I think with the with the fans as well down there I think it was a, a special moment And inches away from scoring a hat-trick as well with that header Yeah I think it would have been a, a perfect mm -hmm. hat-trick as well but um, it wasn't to be it was, it was a close one um, good ball in from I think it was Davey but um, tonight it wasn't to be, be the hat-trick but the, uh, the result was the most important thing And you've mentioned it already Umar stepping off the bench and scoring a goal how pleased are you and the rest of the lads for him? Yeah delighted for Umar um, he's had a tough time and he's now back in the team and he's took his chance when he's when he's been given it so delighted for him and I'm sure he'll be looking to, to carry on, on getting more goals Obviously through to the next round of the cup, but a big win nonetheless given the recent results. Definitely, uh, we, we knew we had to do a job tonight and we've, we've done it with the 3-0 with the and I think it was a confidence builder as well. Um, the, with scoring the three goals that we know that we can score goals and going into Saturday now we'll be, be more confident and hopefully believing ourselves a little bit more. Sharpie is a fully paid up member of the Centre Forwards Union. I would imagine you've been impressed with Dominic this season. I have done. Uh, I think he's come in at a difficult time and done really, really well. You know, and, and just what David said as well. I think he's he's got all the attributes. I think the goals he scored recently, right foot, left foot, decent in the air. I think that was the one thing that you know right away I, I noticed that he's got a great leap. You know, he times he's he's, he's jumps well and he, he'll win flick ons, uh, headers at goals. So he's got a great leap, but he's quick. He's right footed. He's left footed. He's got everything you want. If I'm, a, I'm maybe a little bit critical. Yeah, he can improve in all areas, but maybe he's hold up play. But his touch and his awareness of people around about him is excellent as well. So he's, he's only a young lad and he's got a big, big future. And that's why I always used to stress that people don't judge now. I think we're very easy to judge people early and write people off, you know, certainly kids. This boy's got a lot of talent, an awful lot of talent. And what he's showed so far, I think there's more to come. As we said, Onzi came through the ranks at Sheffield United. You were there. Who else has helped him with his development? Anyone we'd know? Well, probably uh, Chris Morgan, um, oh, yeah. you know, big Chris, uh, was there at the time when Danny Wilson was in charge, he was in the reserves. What, what I will say about um, Dominic, he had a lot of injury problems at, at 16, 17, where he, his body just shot up and he, uh, he had a massive growth spurt, and so he had problems with his back and his knees. But you're right, he always had that physicality and that spring, even at that early age, and I remember some of his sessions as an under 16 and it was they were, they were wow sessions not often can you say that about young players some of the things he did um, and like I said he was a central midfielder but he's um, you know big Chris Morgan um, you know he's, he's all action Chris when you know when he played and uh, he <laughs> certainly he certainly as a central midfielder you know taught him the defensive side um, which you can see when he plays out wide he you know he has that responsibility and he does that really well uh, but he is a centre forward and uh, you know his natural position now is number nine all action, that's a nice way to describe Chris Morgan, isn't it? You, <laughs> were, a, way, yeah. <laughs> you were a teenage centre-forward growing up in Scotland, Sharpie. I'm sure it was a tough playground, but it's probably the best way to learn for a young striker. And I think Dominic's probably still got a bit more growing to do. Mm. Playing against old-school centre-half, should we say, doing the world a good. Well, as we know, the game against Sunderland the other night, you know, it was a tough, you know, physically they're, they're a big, strong team. You know, and he, he came up against them, and as, as David says, you know, pace-wise, everything else... He matched them, and more than matched them. Uh, obviously, the physicality of the Premier League, everybody knows that. Uh, but, you know, listen, he's, he's one of those lads who, who continues to work hard. He'll know that, he, that he's, there are aspects of the game he has to improve in, which is, which is a great attitude to have. He knows he hasn't 
reached the top yet. He's on his way there, kind of thing. But it will take a lot of hard work. But certainly, as I said, what we've seen so far, you know, I've been really, really, really pleased with what I saw. And uh, and fingers crossed because I remember myself personally coming down as a young lad, you know, very quickly to get written off. I had three years before they even got like a sniff. You know, people, he's like, you can't do this and you can't do this. And I think that's what we do far too easily now, just write people off. But Dominic's come in, obviously he's got the back end of the coaches here and the manager here, and that's where it's the most important thing. He'll get the opportunity and he'll score goals for us. As a young defender, I know the physicality of the Premier League didn't phase you, Unzi, but there must have been centre-forwards you played against when you were that age and you thought, wow, what a tough afternoon that was. Well, you, can, you can just name them. You know, they're just, <laughs> It was every other week. It was... It was a battle, you know, your Ferdinands, your Shears, your Fashionus, you know, it was every week. You didn't just come up against one of them. There were two because everybody played with yeah. two strikers. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's quite a rarity these days for two out-and-out strikers. But everybody seemed to be big, strong, physical and quick, you know. Um, and thankfully Zola and Bergkamp came in and um, <laughs> and changed that mentality. So we, uh, we, we didn't have to take a battering every uh, Saturday afternoon. But no, Dominic's... A little bit old-fashioned um, in that respect, where he is good in the air. Yeah, he does need work on his hold-up play, but he will get better because he's such a great, humble young lad and, he, and he's desperate to learn. And um, what he does and what he's done since I knew him at 16 is he takes on board information. And uh, that's always a sign of a good young player. From a good old-fashioned centre-forward sharpie to a good old-fashioned right-back. And I thought John Joe Kenny took his chance well against Sunderland. Did really well, you know. Obviously, the, the lads that watch uh, David's team will, will, will tell you more than me that the fact he, you know, maybe a little bit later than people expected, they wanted to see him in a little bit earlier. But you know, when, as a kid, when you get the opportunity, you've got to take it. And I think everybody who watched the game uh, in midweek would say that he, he took his chance. You know, I think David will tell you better that you know second half he probably got better as he grew into the game. First half he was just kind of finding his feet, if you like, and feeling his way. Uh, but no, you saw second half, you know, getting forward, you know, from what I've seen of him, he's probably the nearest to Seamus in terms of getting forward and getting involved in the final third and, and having a product at the, in the final third. So he'll be happy with his, his 90 minutes the other, the other night and, and hopefully for him, uh, again, he's another one under David who will continue to, to learn and improve. But it's nice to see him in and around the first team, if not playing uh, week in, week out. And that's what he's got to, to aim for, and hopefully that'll be the case. One of John Joe's many attributes, Unzi, is sheer consistency. Well, I have to say he's been outstanding over the period for for me in the under-23s. He's been, he's been my captain. Um, he's led by example, and his performances, if they've dropped below an eight, it was a, it, it's a rarity. Mm. Um, he has been that consistent. And, you know, the majority of the time he's played at centre-back as well. Um, and people, you know, might not know that, um, but he's one of the best players in the air. Uh, he's brave, he's courageous, uh, he's great in the air. So the move probably 12 months ago to right-back was a natural progression uh, for his for his long-term development. And, you know, everybody knows he loves to venture forward. And um, he did OK last night, uh, but there's so much more to come for him. A born and bred scouser, John Joe Kenny, and he was delighted to get the opportunity to start the game against Sunderland. Yeah, great feeling. Um, got the win as well, so that just topped it off, yeah. Is this what you've been looking forward to for a very long time now, your chance to go out and start your first game for Everton? Well, that's what you work towards every day in training, and you know, you've got to wait for your chance, and tonight, my chance come, and you know, it's what you're waiting for, it's what you work hard for, and you know, the rewards do come in the end. And you got a great ovation from the fans before the game as well. Did you really sense that they wanted you to do well tonight? Yeah. Um, 
you know, when I got the ovation, you know, give me goosebumps. Yeah, but you know, I know they're always behind me because you know I'm Liverpool myself, and they're all there for me. So it was great to get your reception. When did you find out that you were going to start the game tonight? Uh, yesterday. Found out yesterday. Yeah. Excited, and did you sleep well? Yeah, I slept well. Um, you know, it's what I've been waiting for, it's what I'm working hard for. So, you know, it's what I always want to do, and I'm going to be playing on bigger occasions than this. If I wanted to get to the top. In terms of the game itself, were you happy with how you played? The manager came in and spoke very highly of you just recently. Yeah, uh, but you know it was a team performance, you know, um, and that's what we needed to win. We got the win in the end, and now that's all we can kick on now. You talked about getting the win as well, and Dominic Calvert Lewin made the breakthrough for you and scored two terrific goals tonight, didn't he? Yeah, he's got that in man. He big DCL. Um, I think everyone was brilliant, and all made up for Umar as well. But I think Dominic's two finishes were brilliant today, and you know, well deserved for him. You mentioned Umar, I said we're all the lads delighted for him. He's waited such a long time, hasn't he? And then to come on and score the goal like he did, there's not been a more popular goal at Goodison for a long time, I don't think. Yeah, um, he's been very patient. You know, he's worked hard. He has never um, let his head go. And, you know, as you say, he the rewards and that's what he's got tonight. On yourself, you've obviously been schooled through Everton. You've gone out, had your loans. You've done well with England's under-20s. Do you think that's all prepared you to come and play for Everton's first team now? Yeah, um, you know, I'm not saying I'm... The full made it and everything, but you know, I'm getting there and I want to keep on working hard and listen to the coach. And you know, I'm at a great club and I'm working with top players now. And you know, I've got to keep on learning and learning, you know, hopefully get better in my game and I say, I'm hopefully improving games and get, get winning ways again. You were playing in defence with two internationals tonight, Michael Keane and Ashley Williams. Did they talk to you a lot during it, help you through it? Yeah, you know, Keane and um, Ashley Brilliant playing at the top level, you know, for club and country. And you know, with them behind you, you know, it always helps. and um, you know, we had a, a good conversation with me and Keane before the game, and he, you know, he got me through the game well. Something else the manager mentioned was your link up with Nikola Vlasic. He thought that really kind of grew in the second half, and you were a real attacking force. Did you feel that yourself? Yeah, I think Nikola was very good today as well, strong on the ball. And you know, we had, uh, you know, I don't think he can understand what I was saying, but we had a good, um, good um, thinking together, and we done well. Yeah. You've drawn Chelsea away in the next round. What do you make of that? Another team, another game to play, and. You know, we don't. It's whatever. We don't really shouldn't be fearing no one. We're a top team, and you know, when the game comes, we'll we'll, we'll, be, we'll work towards it and hopefully get the win again and get through. Yeah. Sharpie, a run of games at home, give us the opportunity to really get the season on track. Well, it does, Dan. But you know, you've got to win those games. And uh, Bournemouth coming up first, uh, people will look at it in paper and say, yeah, that's an easy three points. But we know all too well you can't look at it like that. So we need just to take in the confidence we got from the result in midweek and, and, and hopefully better league performances that we've shown uh, so far in the season. It's been a disappointing start to the season. Uh, but now, hopefully, going into this game on the back of a 3-0 win, three win over Sunday, you know, the confidence will be high and the players will kick on from there. But it certainly won't be easy because they, they're a decent side. They play good football. They've got a threat and, obviously, Jermaine Defoe. Uh, so it'll be an interesting game, but one that hopefully we can we can get three points from, and then kick on again, and the confidence will grow, and every uh, every victory comes about. So it's a massive game for us in the weekend, a massive game. What has kept Jermaine Defoe at the very top of his game? He's still a goal threat even now. Well, that's it. He's a goal threat. Anything in the box, you, and you know, any chances that he, that any team that he's ever played for give him, and, and he sticks it in the back of the net, and that's something he's done. I remember Jermaine as a as a young kid when I was at West Ham. He was a U team player, and he was he was banging goals in there for fun, and and it's just something he's done. Every single team that he's been in, he scored goals. Uh, so we've got to shut off the supply line to him. Um, they're on the back of a, a decent win against uh, Brighton, wasn't it last week? So you know that that was a, a desperate win for them. They're up and running now, so it'll be a tough game, and 
Uh, another one of the former players I've worked with, Josh Josh King. Um, you know, he's been playing well up down there for for a couple of years now, and uh, great pace when he came when I was at Preston. He came there from United, and um, he's one of the quickest players I've ever seen really? for, a, for for a young player. So he he'll be a threat as well. So they they do pose a threat. But, you know, it's a game at Goodison, full house, and, you know, I would fully expect us to win the game. You've done a great job, Eddie Howe. It's a terrific football story, isn't it? It is, and it's, um, you know, it, it, it's a great club down there. He's done it, he's, he's built it from, you know, from, from the bottom of the leagues. He's, he's come up with them. He's a local lad as well. I, um, I played with Eddie when I was at Portsmouth, so... I know him really well. He's a great Is guy. Anyone you don't know, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around, has I've been around. <laughs> no, but he's a great lad. Um, he's a, he's a, a student of the game. Um, plays plays the right way. Um, plays attractive football, and um, you know, like I say, he's a student of the game. So he'll um, he'll certainly have a game plan, and he'll certainly have the you know his players up for it at the, after the back of the you know their first win last year, last week. But let's get it right, Sharpie. The toughies, the supporters, will be expecting a home win. Yeah, they will do. Uh, Eddie Howe coming back, he's an Evertonian as well, which yeah. stands in good stead. But uh, no, supporters will be expecting that. As every time Everton go out at home, they expect, even away from home as well. So there's a little bit added pressure. Listen, on paper, you would say, yeah, you fancy Everton, but Bournemouth coming up here will be saying, keep it quiet, keep a clean sheet, first 20 minutes, let the crowd get anxious. Everybody will do that coming to goodness, and we know that. So we've got to, to, to get over that. Uh, but I just hope we start well. I think it's important we start well, get the crowd on uh, behind us. You know what we don't want to see is a slow start, allowing Bournemouth to get into the game. We need to to get out quick and make an impact on the game. Well, keeping the likes of Josh King and Jermaine Defoe at bay is a job that's very much in the firm hands of Jordan Pickford. This is his take on the visit of Bournemouth on Saturday. It's going to be a, a, a tough game, but it's a game that we 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 can win and we go for a good game plan and. If we get this win against Bournemouth, then it'll kickstart our season because it's been a tough start. But as a group of lads, we're a good group of lads and staff around us are all good. And we go there and next batch of games, we go and win as many as we can. There's one particular player at Bournemouth that you probably know better than the rest of them as well, yep. Jermaine. How, does that help you? Do you know which way he's going to go? Does he know what you're going to do? How does it work? Not really, because he's a, that's what he's a, one of the top goal scorers in the league for. Uh, JD, he can, he can score from anywhere really he, and it doesn't have to be with power he's got that position and timing of the ball but hopefully the lads in front of us will stop him from getting them shots but if called upon I'll be, be there to make the save and that's just about it for this week's official Everton podcast for our official Everton members my thanks very much indeed to David Unsworth and Graeme Sharp we'll be back next week with another one <laughs>